Hello, everyone, and welcome again to another episode of M365 Voice. My name is Mike Guadalani. I'm Sarah Hazi. I'm Antonio Maya. And uh, in this episode, we'd like to uh, discuss the accessibility topic. And we have Sarah, you have been working quite a bit on this topic and presenting about it. It will be awesome. It would be great if you can share some of the knowledge with us and the audience as well. I just absolutely love learning about the accessibility features and many of them um, that I'm going to share. And I'm hoping we can do other episodes about accessibility as well. Many of them are things that I either used before or had no awareness of that are just incredibly cool. So I think for today, we were going to talk about some accessibility features that relate to either captioning and transcripts um, and uh, making sure that content is accessible to everyone. And the the amazing thing about these accessibility features is how many of them that I use and, and that I know other people use every day. And that might be people who have um, some kind of a specific uh, accessibility need, but it can also be used by everyone. Great example, when I watch Netflix or Amazon Prime, I have closed captioning turned on when I watch everything. I don't know if you do, but I love having yeah. it. I don't need it for hearing, but I love having closed captioning on because it just is enriching. I, I have it turned on in part because of hearing. No, no, same thing. I, I always, We always have it turned on. It's just, it's a way sometimes you're not listening properly or there's too many noises around you, then the mm -hmm. closed caption for us is, is perfect. Yeah. yeah. So the first one that I was going to talk about was Teams meeting captions. So Microsoft Teams has the ability for everyone who joins a meeting to turn on closed captioning in the meeting. Uh, and that closed captioning is done automatically by the Microsoft Automatic Speech Recognition Service. And Mike, if you were to turn on closed captioning during this meeting, you would see the captions. Antonio and I would not see them. We would not even know that you had turned on closed captioning. Correct. So it's a per user feature. Uh, it doesn't save the captions after the meeting. So it's not like a transcript. Um, it's only giving you the captions live for what's actually being said during the meeting. And again, you turn it off. Antonio, you can turn it on or off, or I can turn it on and off. And you can do it per meeting, or you can basically turn it on and then have it automatically come on for every Teams meeting that you join. And I think um, you don't have to specify the input language in the closed captioning. So if if you are uh, I'm talking here in the, in the government of Canada, when we do a lot of meetings, you have sometimes the meetings in bilingual English and French. So mm -hmm. when you turn on the closed captioning, you don't have to specify the actual input language. So whatever language you, you the, the person is speaking, it will automatically capture. There are multiple language options available. So for okay. a lot of these, um, I'll, I'll give you the choice. Um, I can share my screen and show examples of some of these, but this one is, it's really easy to turn on. Um, when you're in a meeting, you just right. go to the more drop down, you go to settings and accessibility, and then it's just a captions box. Very okay. easy to turn on. You can always Google or Bing the instructions on how to get to it in the settings for the meeting. But like I said, it's it's very helpful and the captions are not saved. So Antonio, we talk a lot about transcripts and how that's got to be a very specific choice on the part of companies because transcripts can be found to be required for legal record holder compliance, but closed captions aren't stored. They're live and then gone. 
-hmm. So it, exactly. it doesn't require you to turn on transcription to use live right. captions. That's good. Okay. In fact, I can confirm uh, in tenants mm -hmm. that I've worked in where transcription is off, closed captioning still works. Right. Correct. So in license needed for it? I believe it comes with Teams. Uh, okay. So no, I don't yes. believe it requires an extra license. Um, and sure. thus far, I've I've had quite a few people test it when I've delivered sessions about accessibility, and a lot of them go in and try it live. And so far, everyone who's had Teams that has tried it, it works in every one of my tenants on various different plans, and everyone who's tested it says it works for them. So I think it's a built-in feature inside of Teams. Excellent. That that is correct. And um, I have it. I have the transcription turned on in my tenant, for example, and this is a meeting hosted in my tenant, and mm -hmm. transcriptions are turned on. Uh, sorry, closed captions are turned on automatically. Okay. Cool. So the next feature that I really like, I call this my mom's feature. Um, she doesn't know about it, but she should. So there is the ability within Teams to set up personal transcription settings, and these are specific to you. So did you know that you can turn on the ability to hide your identity in meeting transcripts and in captions? So if you wanted to turn that on, um, I have um, the worst uh, use of profanity of any of the three of us, we know that. So I could, for example, hide my identity because I say things that are the most inappropriate. So then it would appear that I said something but my name wouldn't be associated with it. So it would just say in the closed caption or in the transcript that it was a speaker or someone talking, but it wouldn't say that it was Sarah talking. There's also the ability, and this is why I call it my mom's feature, that you can filter profane words in meeting captions. Right. So if you work uh, with me, and you don't want to hear those words or you don't want to see them written in closed captions, it will literally, and it, I tested it using a lot of words. And it does really well because um, if you, um, it will actually asterisk out each of the characters of the word. So you could still tell what the word was, but it asterisks out the main character. So I don't know if you knew that you can filter profanity from your captions, but you might want to try it. I didn't know that. I had no idea you can do this. No. Where do you turn that on? Uh, so in Microsoft Teams, you have to go to your profile card in Teams. To get there, I believe you just double click on your name in the upper right hand corner. And if you go to your Teams profile card and you go to manage account, there will be a captions and transcripts option. Oh, so wow. tell me if Good you can get there. Do you see it? Good we're, we're having them live click on this. Um, this one, I got to be honest, is the coolest feature. And so far, when I've done this presentation, nobody knows about it. Huh. I didn't know this was a thing. Yeah. I can't wow. get to my profile card, though, in your tenant mic. Oh, you can't? Yeah, because it's good. Yeah. Okay. So that's cool. This one is an interesting one that people should check on. Very cool. Are you are you enjoying these so far? Yeah, loving it. What's next? So this next one, I definitely want to show an example of and do a demo. Uh, immersive Reader. Have you used Immersive Reader? Yes. Mm -hmm. I have not. I've heard of it, but I have not used it. So Immersive Reader is an intelligent screen reader, and it's available in all over uh, M365 Teams, Outlook, OneNote, 
SharePoint pages, Microsoft Word, even Edge browser pages, you can use Immersive Reader. And it, uh, if you remember the video, the kids' videos where they have the bouncing balls over the words that like bounce over words and it improves reading comprehension, it's basically like that, but it will also read you the text out loud. And you can make the font large or small. It has over 30 different languages that you can actually display text and go between 30 different languages. You can speed it up or slow it down. So I'm actually going to show it if you are good with that. And yeah. we'll take a look at a live example. So I'm going to share my screen. And I'm going to try and turn on the background sound and we'll see if you all can hear it. So what I am sharing, let me know. Not that. It's working on it. I promise. There we go. Can you see uh, mm -hmm. Microsoft Teams? Yes, yes. So this is an example of this is a SharePoint news article. It just so happens that it's rendered within Teams because it's part of my Viva Connections home site that I have configured in my tenant. But I could open this up in the browser uh, for SharePoint and it would work the same way. So up at the top of the page for the news article, you see the link for Immersive Reader. So you just go ahead and click on that Immersive Reader button, and it's going to completely refactor this uh, page using Immersive Reader. So it makes the text much larger, and if I click on play in the bottom of the screen, tell me if the sound comes through. Disability impacts all of us. Sophia Burns. Business. So it'll read the page. Could you hear it? Yeah. Oh, yes. So it'll read cool. the page from top to bottom, and then you can configure all kinds of different elements of this. So you can, in the upper right-hand corner, you can set text preferences. So if you don't like this color scheme, you can change it to any of these other colors, and there are more colors to choose from. You can turn on different fonts. I don't like Comic Sans myself, but you have three different fonts to choose from. You can increase the size of the text if you have uh, a need to make things much larger. Uh, and there's just a lot of different grammar options that you can do where it'll highlight things. I love this one. So it'll highlight the verbs. Um, so everywhere that has a verb, it'll actually highlight. In this case, it's showing up in red, uh, yeah. but I can change the color of my verbs so I could make them um, bright orange. Uh, so you can actually do parts of speech, which would have been very helpful for me when I was a kid because I still have trouble with adverbs and I'm a librarian, for goodness sake. Um, so hugely helpful and you can change the voice settings. So back down at the bottom of the page again, if you go to voice settings, you can make it a male or a female voice. And I love this. Not only can you control the voice speed, but I love that they have the tortoise and the hair. So you don't even have to understand the numbers if you want to exactly. make it go super fast. Business analyst, up to one in four adults in the United States have some type of disability. Yes, that means 27% of us. Now, I would think that nobody would want it to possibly go that fast, but I actually was giving um, a workshop on these features and somebody said that they regularly turn it on one and three quarter to two times speed because he's got to move fast in his job and he likes to listen to audiobooks and everything else at two times speed and he can get wow. through double the content in half the time uh, by wow. turning it on super fast because it can read it faster than he can. It can say I, it out loud faster than he could read it. So I I, I do that when I want to uh, watch the recorded Ignite sessions, and I don't have a lot of time. I have it on a one and three quarter as well because mm -hmm. I just want to get it done. Yeah. 
Uh, and it's cool, like if it, it, the same feature, exactly the same. That's the good thing about all of this, that if if you go into any Teams chat, for example, or or Teams channel message, and you 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 enable that, or you click on the uh, immersive reader for that specific message, it will bring you exactly the same window. So yeah. the experience is awesome. It's a unique experience for whatever you are, whether it's SharePoint, Teams, whatever. Very cool. Most people that I've talked to never even see immersive reader listed, meaning that they've just never noticed it, even at the top of the article. Um, news articles, Outlook, even your Edge browser, it's just that you glance over the top of the words immersive reader. So if you check the top of your page, it's amazing where you'll find that it's there. Nice. So I kind of love great. that one. That's a great feature. Uh, do you want you another? Oh, yeah. We got time for another one. Um, we have time for maybe one more, so I'll try and make yeah. it a good one. Um, did you know that Microsoft Teams can do inline translation of chat messages? I yes. did not know that. Chat messages. Oh, yes. Chat and messages and mm -hmm. IMs. And I had absolutely no idea that this was a thing. So it's got over 30 different messages. And let me see if I have a live example of it. Um, it's got over 30 different languages that it can automatically translate between. Let me exactly. see if I have an example. I do have an example. That's lucky. It does a pretty good job, actually. Uh, well, you speak multiple languages, Mike, so you would know better than I. Um, um, so in this case, you can see that I have an IM conversation going with Kevin Weber, who sent me a message that is not uh, in English. So if I want to hover over that Teams IM message and click on the ellipses here, and I think it's under more actions, there is the ability to translate that message and it will translate the message. And then it gives me, can you see this little squiggly yeah. icon over the top of the message? That is telling me that it was translated from Spanish. So that's a visual indicator that it's been translated, but it'll translate it right there for you. Nice. And and that works in any like any chat messages, whether it's a chat or or um, a Teams channel post, it's the same, same experience. I didn't know that Wouldn't you had this be an individual useful? channel message, uh, individual chat message. Yeah. Wouldn't this be useful in Canada where you, uh, I know that uh, in many areas of Canada, um, French may be the language that's used for many companies, but if you're working with someone who doesn't speak French and they send you an IM that's in French, you could actually translate it to English. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, Especially in government. And right. years ago, I worked in a consulting company in Quebec where I had people on my team whose first language was French and they preferred to communicate in French. So I, I happen to, to speak French and understand French, but at the time, this would have been helpful for written messages to be able to just mm -hmm. on the message, click on it and translate. Exactly. That'd be helpful for them to translate my stuff to French. Mm -hmm. my, mm -hmm. Although I can speak French, I'm not great at writing it, and my first language is English when it comes to that. Mm -hmm. Exactly. That's really cool. It has happened not a few, a few weeks, no, a few months ago. It's very, very similar. We are in a meeting and it was uh, someone had to um, uh, speak in, in English and they are Francophones. 
So I asked them to type the message in French and I did the translation. I, I understood actually the actual because I know French as well. So I understood it, but I just showed them that how they can do it. So it's That's very, cool. very helpful. So those are a, a smattering of features around uh, captions and transcriptions, but the more that I have researched and learned about these accessibility features, I, it's it's frankly, I think, my favorite thing to present on now. So uh, I'm going to plant the seed that I'd like to come back and talk about other areas um, and categories of accessibility features, because there's, there's so many more that we don't even know about or have forgotten are there. Absolutely, yeah, there's a lot of hidden features that a lot of people don't know about. So it will be definitely another episode with you, uh, with everyone. And uh, Sarah will be relying on you to show us more goodies. Yeah. So Sarah, how many did you do today? What were, can you just list them off just as a kind of a repeat? So today, ones that I covered, I have to look over here at my notes. So we talked about the personalized captions in team meetings, the closed captioning right. that you can turn on. We talked about your personal transcription settings. That's the filter right. for profanity and identity. Mm -hmm. um, we talked about immersive reader. Yep. That's three. And then we talked about inline translation in Microsoft Teams. So we did four of the, what I call captions and transcripts features. So we covered four okay. in this episode. Okay, and we will surprise our audience in the next, sometimes in the next few episodes about the more accessibility features that Sarah mm -hmm. is going to share with us. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Well, that was the very, very beneficial couple of things I did not know as well. So uh, thank you. It was a very uh, good topic today. Nice to see you again, everybody. Have a good one. See you next time. Bye-bye. Right.